Welcome back to another episode of Give Him Growth. I'm your host, Gabrielle. It has been, as I always say, a wild week, but I've come to a few conclusions at the end of this week. One we're going to talk about on this episode, but another one I want to talk about is the incorporation of rest and recharge. I started this episode talking about the rest I needed to reframe this podcast and do the work that I needed to. And upon further exploration of this topic and thoughts I've had this week, I have the overwhelming urge to announce our second break that we'll be taking. And the purpose of this break is to share and give this podcast to more people. So that includes me dedicating a period of time to social media outreach and spreading the word about this podcast in a way that um, I have time to dedicate to and I'll be re basically reproducing some of the older episodes that you may have not even listened to. So we're taking it back all the way to the first episode and we're going to be re-releasing and remastering the beauty of I love that for you and adding a touch of growth because what is give them growth without a chance to reflect. So I'm going to be releasing episodes, new episodes until the end of June. And then at the start of July, we are taking a break until September. So I'll be back when September ends, but um, not really when September ends at the beginning of September, but you know, famous lines need to be requoted. But the purpose of this is really just to gather intel information on what this podcast has become and what's the best direction to take it in going forward. And that includes spreading the word about it. So we have a very loyal listener base that I am so thankful and grateful for that you've spent time out of your day and listen to this episode and listen to episodes prior. But I just feel we need to get the word out more, revamp the energy, and have a strong foundation of spreading the word. And I want to get you guys engaged on multiple social platforms and also have new people view this podcast that may not have come across it across it through just my Instagram. My Instagram got hacked this year, which was crazy because I was literally discussing how I wanted to revamp, change my Instagram. I didn't want to have the old pictures and all the old things I was doing. And quite literally few weeks later, my whole Instagram gets hacked, taken away from me. I'm pretty sure now it's a psychic page, which is very funny. At first, they were trying to scam people saying I made a lot of money on Bitcoin and I had a Range Rover, which I love that for me. Like I'm proud of fake me for accomplishing so much. She is amazing. We love her. But anyway, my Instagram was stolen from me. So I had to restart and it's given me a lot more freedom in what I've posted, but I also want to venture into other platforms that I haven't given a full chance yet. So that's what the summer break will give us time to do. And like I said, we'll still be reposting old episodes, a little remastering, a little antidote added, and a little give them growth energy because we're always growing and there's always a chance to reflect on how far we've come. And at the end of the summer, we'll be rounding out a year of this podcast. So um, I'm just really excited for what the summer has to bring. I have a lot of exciting things happening and I want to give myself space 
to experience those things and space to cultivate creativity because sometimes I'm the type where I'm like, oh no, I need to be posting an episode every week. I need to be doing this every single week so people know that I'm dedicated and I want to do this and yada, yada, yada. But sometimes how you make room for growth is taking a break and giving yourself space and giving yourself rest. Like yesterday, or not yesterday, two days ago, I spent the whole day in bed, the whole day. And in that day in bed, that's where I cultivated this idea. I was like, why am I trying to rush something out? Why am I not trying to reframe and figure out what is the best method? And why am I not trying to share this with more people? And that's the goal of this podcast is to reach as many people as we can and cultivate conversation with as many humans as possible. And a lot of the humans that listen to this podcast, or not a lot of them, but humans that listen to this podcast often know me through Instagram or through something, or maybe you follow someone who's reposted this and that person knows me. So we're trying to reach beyond that lens and invite in all the new people. So if you feel so called, share the episode on your page, have it reach someone else, write an honest opinion on what you thought about what you heard. And um, that helps the podcast spread and that helps it reach more people who might need it. And I create this podcast with the lens of I'm talking to a younger version of myself. I'm giving myself something that I thought I needed as a child or I needed to hear. And that's a big portion of this episode is reintroducing or not reintroducing, but talking about my experience as a child and how I've had to reparent to grow. And I didn't hear that type of language when I was a kid. And I didn't hear that energy coming off of other people until I was much older. So I think the exposure that we have nowadays and the knowledge that is out there for us to just stumble across is crazy. And I want to be a part of that positive movement and positive energy and realness in giving you all I can, giving you my growth and hoping that we can all grow together. As I was recording this, I was just, um, Pleasantly and unpleasantly interrupted by my father calling. And my father has not listened to any of this episode or any of this podcast, I should say, not any of this episode. But I will say he is, in a way, a huge influence of it. And I think a lot of my um, hunger for knowledge and hunger for information comes a lot from him, um, whether directly or indirectly. I think we're all products of our parents. We take pieces of them as we go along in life. And I think we become a lot more like them than we're willing to own up to sometimes. And my father is one to talk. He knows in the same way he's a he's a very good listener. He's the first person to be completely silent in a room when everyone else is talking so he can listen, assess, and learn. I think I often am more likely in a room that I'm uncomfortable in, I will be silent. In a room that I am comfortable in, fuck that a bitch is talking. We are going to jibber jab and I'm have a lot to say. Clearly, we're on 27 episodes of this show. I clearly have a lot to speak about. 
But I think it comes from those moments of listening. It comes from those moments of reflecting. It comes from those moments where I'm learning from other people around me and I'm trying to constantly absorb information from others. And during the conversation he had with me, um, he wanted to know more about my podcast because my podcast isn't something that I advertise to my family because sometimes I think it's too much to know the things that make you who you are for your parents. There's things about my life that I don't think they need to know necessarily. They don't need to hear the full version. They can hear the cliff notes, you know, they hear enough of what I believe they should know and they should be exposed to. But my dating woes and certain things that I've gone through in my history, I don't necessarily think that that needs to be relived and rehashed in their brain because they know me for who I am. They've seen my growth. And honestly, my relationships with my parents have grown in ways that I would have never expected it to. Um, But I think that has a lot to do with the distance I've created and the growth I've done on my own. And I wasn't planning on having this type of episode because I never am. I'm never planning on having this type of episode. I'm sure you are sick of me hearing, I didn't plan this. It just came into my brain and we're talking about it. But the importance of reparenting yourself is so huge. I just started a book on uh, basically childhood trauma. And I don't always mean childhood trauma with a big capital T. Sometimes it's little T trauma. It's whatever it is to you. We are products of our environment. And as I spoke of in the last episode, my father and I are, we have a relationship that's grown and developed through time. And I think this last visit really was solidifying to me in the ways that I would like to change my perspective on him because I think sometimes we like to think people aren't capable of growth in the ways we'd like them to grow. And I think when I was younger, I was disappointed by the relationships that I had. And I think it's hard when you're young because you're not, your opinion isn't as respected as you would like it to be. And you're influenced by people around you. Um, I had separated parents or not divorced because they were never married, but I had parents that weren't together. So there was a lot of animosity in that relationship structure. Like Khloe Kardashian is a champ, in my opinion. She is really doing, in my opinion, the best she can to maintain the parental structure of her relationship with Tristan Thompson without having her own personal views affect what's going on. Like this man cheated on her while she was pregnant with his child and he was present at the birth. They were doing it together. Like that is a lot of emotional strain to muster as a woman, but she did it so her daughter would not be affected by his choices. That's a lot to take on. And I don't believe every man is deserving of a woman to do that, but I I think women often make a lot of sacrifices for their children to ensure the best possible situation for them that they can because I think mothers are the some of the most selfless individuals 
that you can witness because homegirls love their child more than they love their life themselves. I, I think some dads can have that, but it's not um, necessarily an ingrained trait that men have. I think for men, it's a concerted effort. And I think when you don't grow up viewing that type of effort and love in relationships, you might not have an easy way of demonstrating it or showing it. And I think when I was younger, I really wrote off my relationship with my father because it didn't present in ways that I wanted it to. And I was angry and I was upset and I had support for that. And I wasn't able to see the ways that he was showing up and have gratitude for that because I was a kid. You can't expect a kid to have gratitude for things that you don't understand. When all you want is someone to show you love the way you see it on TV, the way you see it in your other friends' relationships with their parents, you you play the comparison game. And comparison is truly the thief of joy. I can't accurately compare the situation and the circumstances that I grew up with because no one in my community had a similar situation to me. And I I say that with with like a lot of certainty. I didn't grow up or I didn't have intimate close friendships with people whose family life looked like mine. A lot of my friends' parents stayed married or and are still married currently. And I never even saw my parents live in the same household together. I wasn't cognizant. At, like, they separated when I was um, one, really. And they didn't have a friendly, happy-go-lucky relationship. So... I had a lot of tension and people who didn't agree with other people's decisions and didn't agree on parenting choices and didn't agree on life itself trying to raise me. So as a child, I felt the need to, I needed to pick a side. I needed to represent something. And as a girl, you're going to cling to your mother a little bit more if you guys have a positive relationship. And I had a very beautiful, interesting relationship with my mother. She was essentially growing up with me because she had me at 25, turning 26 a couple of weeks later. We grew up together. I'm the same age that my mom was right now when she had me. And to imagine, I know people do it and I know it's possible and I know people get through it, but to imagine being this age and raising a child and taking on that full commitment, that full responsibility, putting someone else's life ahead of your own, that's a lot. That's a lot for someone who had the upbringing that she did and the background that she did and the life that she'd lived that far. Some people are different um, maturity levels or different self-growth levels at 26. And I think she took on a great responsibility and I think she did the best with what she could. And I think my dad in the same way, he was a lot older. He was 21 years older. I think he also did the best with what he could with what he had. And I think as you get older, you recognize the ways. I think I went through a grieving process of my relationships with both of them. Because even though growing up, my relationship was with my mom was great. Um, I think as you get older, you notice the things that you wish 
you weren't exposed to or you wish you didn't have to deal with. And everyone has their own individual um, process through that and their own individual things. No one's, no one's issues are greater than anyone else's, I believe. We're, we're all struggling with something. And there's no way to rank another person's struggle. It's just their own individual path. And as I've gotten older and I've been able to clearly process my childhood, which I think is a very interesting thing to do as an only child, because I have no one else to compare to except for people who are having completely different experiences than I did. They don't have a sibling to be like, hey, do you remember when this happened? Like, what were your thoughts? What were your feelings? I have a man who is 73, which at 73, I think, like, I think my dad is in great health. He's in great shape for being 73. I think he takes care of his body in the best way he is able, but that doesn't necessarily bode for somebody who has the most intricate memory of those times and things are going to mean different things to other people. So some event in my life that I've taken and harped on and it's been a part of my story isn't going to be a part of his story. And same way with my mom. So it's very hard to accurately have a depiction, which might be the better option for me because we all have our own story of how our lives going and perspective, excuse me, perspective is everything. And being able to grow and really have the relationships that I have with my parents change over the years. It's been such an amazing process for me because I do, I view the humanity in them a little bit more and the standards that I have for them or that I had for them as a child or the things that I thought they weren't adequate enough or they didn't do this or they didn't do that or you can play the blame game for years upon years on why these people weren't the people that you needed them to be. But processing through that, the growth that you gain from it is you can now be there in the ways that you needed them to be there for you. And you can make the efforts and create the process, create the structure that you need, create the life that you need for yourself and let go of a lot of that blame, a lot of that anger, a lot of that hurt. There's no such thing as a perfect representation of a father or a perfect representation of a mother. We're all just trying everyone's just trying. Everyone's messing up. I was, I'm his only child. I'm both my parents' only child. They only did it one time. They're done. There's no point. They got it right the first time. I was perfect, you know, just kidding, but not. Um, so when you, you only do it once and you have a man who's completely set in his ways at 47 and a 26 year old who's just starting her life and trying to figure things out and trying to understand who she is as a person while juggling through motherhood, you hit some bumps, you hit some rocky rides, but I lived, I have, I had a great childhood. I had a great life. I had problems that were happening and struggles, but that's life. That is the process of life. We learn, we grow, we love, we hurt, we fail, and we learn to come back to love again. And despite anybody's circumstances, 
I believe we're all capable of such greatness. We are destined for the path. I believe we all came here for a path, for a purpose. We all have a destiny that we are working towards and we're going to fail. We're going to stumble and we're just going to keep moving. And that's the resiliency that I think is within us all. And when we take away the tone of perfection, of there being one right way to do things, of there being one answer, of there being some perfect standard that we're not living up to, when we take that away and see the truth of the situation, switch our perspective, open ourselves up to what is the intention behind the action and whether the intention gave the result that you wanted or missed the mark by a lot, if the intention behind the action was pure, was good, that's all we can ask for. The result may not be something that we asked for, might not be something that we wanted, but having appreciation and giving credit where credit is due and giving encouragement to further grow that relationship. And I think that's where I've gotten with my father. I've learned to appreciate him for how he is able to show up and try to understand him more as a human because any time that I get with him is a blessing in a sense. So shifting my perspective to see the goodness in them in places where I might have been critical of what they lacked, of what they didn't provide, of what they didn't have, of what they didn't show me, of how they fucked up isn't going to grow our relationship, isn't going to provide love and appreciation, isn't going to encourage them to show up in the way that I need them to. And I think first and foremost, showing up for myself in those ways gave me the ability to provide space for them to show up in the ways that they could because they are human. I am human. We are a whole human. We are all human beings living an imperfect experience. So I hope today through my gurgling little crybaby, not crybaby, but through this little snippet, I hope you take from it that our parents are regardless of how we feel they are a part of us they created us we came through them we may not come from them your parents may be the people who relate to you least they don't see you for who you are but I believe they were you chose them as the people to guide you for the beginning of your journey you needed to learn whatever lessons they had to teach you good or bad and i hope that everyone can find that type of acceptance and whether it's love from afar or love up close the acceptance for their piece of your puzzle because they shaped you you shaped you. You chose to shape yourself in a different way. And finding peace in that relationship allows you to grow in ways in your own life that you need to for yourself. And any anger that you hold on to, 
I pray for peace for you because that's going to free you and allow you to bring your energy into something that's so much more meant for you and so much more beneficial for your life. But it comes from the perspective shift. How are you going to view them? And what are you going to take from them? And how can you use that knowledge to become the person that you need to be for you? It's funny because this episode, I was going to talk about rest and I was also going to talk about the experience I had this weekend having my father here. And then he called mid-episode and it threw me off. It caught me off guard and it changed what I had to say. And... I've kind of known that this was the direction that my thought process was going in. I've been working through this and I've been healing a lot of this. And I think through healing a lot of this wound that I've had for years upon years, um, it's begun to allow me to heal my relationship with men in general. I was the number one person like years ago like I would call myself a man hater like I think I had experienced such negative and not just my father I don't want to be like oh I hated men because of my father it's like had to do with other experiences that I had in my life through different male figures coming in and out and um, it shaped how I thought about men and different qualities that they had. And I hadn't seen goodness the way I thought it should be because I didn't have the relationship that I wanted to have with my dad. So I had a lot of negativity and, um, a negative outlook on the topic and, I feel as though over the past, I want to say, three, four years, the healing process has begun for me and for him and for how I'm going through relationships. And I think... You can't love someone or I think as a woman, you can't love men and also hate them at the same time. Um, I think that's hard and especially you can't have, and not to say that I hated my father because like, I mean, I would, I think a previous version of myself would have, I had a lot of disdain I think disdain's a good word I don't think I hated him I had a lot of disdain and um a lot of repressed emotional feelings and a feeling of being robbed of something or I didn't get what I needed I had been let down. I had disappointment. And as I've gotten older, I've begun to see the goodness in him and the positive qualities in him and things that I believe were always there. I just don't know if I was open to seeing them. And when you're closed off, you're never going to get anywhere. You can't grow a relationship that you're closed off to. It's just not going to happen. Um, Same way. If like you're in a relationship, like a real relationship, not like your dad and you's relationship or 
if you're a dude, like your mom, or maybe you do have a bad relationship with your dad if you're a guy. I don't know you. I don't know who he's listening. So if you have a relationship, like a partner-like relationship, and they make a mistake, and you harp on it, you hold on to it, you're not going to be able to move forward from it. Like cheating, for instance. Some people can cheat in a relationship and they repair the cracks. They grow. They learn to love them, love each other again and find growth in the relationship and come back to a place where they can be together and be happy. And other people can't do that. Some people, it's the end of the road because they can't let go of how this person hurt them. And I'm not saying you should work through cheating. I'm not saying you shouldn't work through cheating. I'm saying if you can't let go of the past or let go of the mistake, you'll never be able to grow in the way you need to in that relationship. So same way with our relationship with our parents, if you don't let go of the past, if you can't forgive and no one's to say you need to forget, no one's to say you need to bury what happened and pretend like it never existed. But if you can't give that person grace for who they are and what mistakes they've made, you'll never be able to move forward. And I'm trying my best to learn through my own relationship with my father on how to best represent myself and how to be in a relationship with a man and be understanding of what I needed to learn through my relationship with him and what I need to repair in myself. Because the dynamics of parental and child relationships are, like, absolutely insane. I'm no psychologist, but I fake it enough on TikTok videos, and I read enough accounts, and I read books on the topic. On I've read books on childhood trauma. I'm reading books on relationships with family and the trauma-related, and the effect that it has on your life when you carry it in your body and it can make you sick. It can change the way you act. It can change how you show up in your life and in other people's lives around you. So if I don't heal my relationship with the man that brought me into this earth how do I expect to have a healthy and loving relationship with another man? I, To me, like some people can and have and, but I think they find their own peace within themselves. They find peace, acceptance, because some people don't have the opportunity to heal the way they need to. Some people don't have the parent present. Some people don't have the parent willing to do the work. And if you don't have that, then you have to heal in your own way on your own timing. And you're, I think you are capable of having that relationship with a man and growing and doing what you need to do. But for me, I think it's very much a part of my own journey to heal the relationship that I have with him so I can best grow so I can grow in the best way that I can for myself going forward. Grateful that I have the opportunity to heal and repair and live the best life that I can because I am obsessed with growth. I'm always trying to give you guys growth. I'm always trying to love myself a little more so I can show up as who I'm meant to be in this world. And whether 
my voice matters to some people now or doesn't matter at all what I'm saying and whether it's hitting, whether it's not, I'm showing up for myself in this podcast because I'm learning, I'm growing. And what I'm saying here today, who knows how I'll think about it in 10 years, you know, you look back on things and you cringe at the old version of yourself. Like I look back on pictures from when I was in middle school and I was like, oh my God, I wore that. Oh my God. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying. Oh my God. Like what? is this vibe and it's a part of who I am like that girl created the girl that I am today the opinions that I have now are creating who I'm going to be in the future will I always believe that what I say is rock solid is going to be concrete for the rest of my life no no because If I'm the same person in 10 years and have the same exact opinions that I had 10 years ago, then I haven't grown any. Would I like to have the same core foundation, the same core beliefs? Yes. Would I like to grow with that? Hell yes. But to expect that I'm going to have the same exact opinions on things is not a thing, is not the vibe, is not the energy. We are constantly growing. We are constantly evolving. And um, that's why I'm really grateful for this space because it's keeping track of how I'm growing, what I'm thinking, what I'm saying. And I am constantly trying to evolve in the ways that I need to for myself. Even the freaking life that I live today. Couldn't have expected it, but I know even on the worst days, I'm still in love with the experience of my life. I'm still grateful that I'm here. And I have to say that. I have to say that so it's a thought going through my head so I can embody that embody the energy that you want to have, that you want to live with, be present for who you want to be and give yourself that time to grow in the ways that you need. Your life may not look exactly the way you want it to, but appreciation, acceptance gives a way to find that later on. Do one thing today that you want to see in your life in 10 years, and I promise you it will lead you to that path. Do it. Embody it. Envision it. I've gone a little off track. Um, This is definitely going to be (laughs) edited, but either way it's for my own purpose this is for me i'm doing this for me i'm not doing this for you i love that you're listening i love that you're a part of it i want you to be a part of it i want you to let me know how this makes you feel i want you to comment on it i want you to um communicate with me you can follow me dr gab underscore Wagabaza. It's simple as that. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think, what you feel from this podcast. But at the end of the day, I'm hoping to cultivate a conversation with you. I'm not asking for your approval. I'm not asking for your love. I'm just asking for a conversation So maybe we both can find growth in it because you might see stuff in a way that can change how I think and change how I would have produced this podcast or put this conversation out into the air. And I pray for that for myself. I pray for growth always. 
I pray that I meet people who give me a different perspective. That's why I love, love listening to my patients. I think sometimes it's easier to listen to people who you don't know than the people who you do. I find it sometimes really hard to ask my parents certain questions because I know them too much. I have too much information. So sometimes I struggle asking the questions. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. But with people I don't know, whether it's podcasts or my patients, um, I'm not necessarily looking for guidance, but looking for their own perspectives on their lives and what's going on for them. Because growth is present in all areas of life. And the more we're open and the more we're receptive to it, the more it can be attracted into our life. Growth is fun. Growth is a vibe. Growth is the energy. And if you're not growing, you're dying. That's what I'm pretty sure that's like a quote somewhere. If you're not growing, you're dying. And we're all dying every day. No one knows when their time is going to come. No one knows how long they have or if they'll get to accomplish whatever goals they have set in front of them. But one thing that I think is important is to always strive to be in love with the growth because the end result is usually not the rewarding part of the process. Whenever you get what you want, it's never usually that dramatic of a change or that dramatic of a action. It's fleeting. It's not something that you can hang on to forever. So the growth, the process to get there, that's something that creates a high level of dopamine. When you're working towards something, when you have that energy, that ambition, that's the part that's awesome. That's the part that should be what you're following, falling in love with. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for loving this podcast and loving me through my, my journey and being a part of it because you are here now with me. This is only going to go up from here, baby. We're healing. We're growing. Fuck. We're fucking resting. I hope you like last weekend. I said, I hope you have a crazy weekend. Fuck. I hope you rest. I hope you find rest this weekend. I hope you find time for yourself. I hope you find love, grace, appreciation for where you are in this moment. I hope you find that acceptance. Because, like, that's all you need. I swear. Like, if you if you can gain those attributes in life, if you can live by those, and no one is saying to live by them perfectly because I'm not perfect. I struggle. I fall. I cry. We all know I cry. I cried this episode. I don't know if you'll fully hear me cry, but you can probably hear the breaks in my little voice where I'm just like (laughs) choked up, but it's because I'm healing. I'm healing through the shit that has created the person has brought me to this point, but I want to create ease. I want to create energy that is safe for me because I didn't always feel that. 
as a child, regardless of whether it was safe for me or whether it wasn't in certain ways. I didn't always feel my voice was safe. My expression was safe and how I actually felt was safe. But creating the space for myself has created that safety, has created that love. And I think the places you can go when you give yourself what you weren't provided as a kid are so beautiful and so needed. So I hope you really do give yourself that love that you didn't have and that support that you didn't have because giving that to yourself is transformative and it's healing and it's needed in life. We need to heal from what brought us to the place we are today. Because although it got us here and we can have gratitude that whatever mentality we had brought us to this place, have the discernment to work through the kinks of it. Just got to smooth it out a little bit. Get everything flowing in a beautiful way because you deserve that. I deserve that. You deserve that. Everyone fucking deserves happiness and joy and peace. Can I get an amen? That's what they say on our calls. Can I get an amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, I never even like used to say amen. So like that's just like weird. But I love you. And thanks for being a part of this crazy little thing. Whatever this crazy little thing is. And I love you. You're a cool human. A beautiful human. A smart human. You is kind. You is smart. And you is important. You're welcome. Love you. Bye.